We have the tech. Blobs are resilient. Hi, welcome to Actual Play, Stars Without Number, Episode 5, Part 2. We are continuing uh, back to the vault another time. Um, Dartha is healing up, but we have a few moments on Squidly as we are returning uh, where the characters connect with each other. And there's some great scenes between Dartha and Atlas, between uh, Hope and Raven, and uh, there's a moment in early on where Tomes, uh, so, sort of in character, sort of out of character, asks this kind of existential question about when Hope is about to enter a difficult uh, em- emotional place, whether she uses her precognitive abilities to determine what the outcomes will be like. And I decided that is a, a dark place I do not want to go into. And then almost immediately after that, Hope is, is positioned with the question of, uh, is it safe to bring uh, Atlas to see Horatio Long? And immediately uses her precognitive abilities to, to determine that, which begs some interesting questions about free will, about if we've determined an outcome already, can we change it? Um, we arrive on the vault and things are not what we expect. Uh, uh, there is, the lights are off, the station is down, and it has kind of a haunted feel to it. So I hope you enjoy uh, this uh, s- this spooky episode of Stars Without Number. Hey, y'all. We are back. We have uh, had our break. We've had our snacks. We've had our sustenance. We're ready to go. Black hole surfing. And uh, that doesn't sound good. We're ready to go into <laughs> Hades Orbital, the Orbital Station Hades Kennel 3. And uh, find out what uh, what's going on with Horatio. And you know, I think Jay, did you say that after we left, Prometheus took off as well? We or she stay? Did she stay on the on the station? Uh, she, the last you saw of Prometheus, she was shooting her big gun out of the bay you guys were yes. from. Could you fire a gun into space, can you? That's what she was doing. Okay. <laughs> if, it, if it's big enough, and if it's pre-tech enough, apparently you can do it. I'm not saying it was useful or efficient. That's what she was doing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there was a question. How many yes. hit points do I have? I still need yeah. to know that. Otherwise, I don't know how I'm getting on the ship. Yeah. All right, so you have at least one. <laughs> well, I have one. One out of 16, I want to add. 16. Normally, I'm a very healthy individual. <laughs> that was a big explosion. So healing is on page 53. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I just clicked through it a few times, and I'm trying to skim, which is probably my problem, but I'm just yeah. not... I'm just not finding, it's like, if you just survive death, here's all the rules. So I don't think you were, I don't know that you were critically injured. That's what Right, that looks like the zero HP thing. Yeah, Yeah. you can go to zero. Yeah, so I would say we know we're at least tech level four. Yep. Um, I would go ahead and reset your HP. Um, oh, fully. Yeah, because I think we've got enough technology there. We have a, 
enough time plus the three days in travel, right? Yeah. Um, I think you're fine, right? I think you. Yeah. I, I think this is that sounds great. That this is like a montage of scenes we saw when I was not quite dead, but a a limb had been temporarily severed they like right. come to me full of some weird juice and my right. protoplasm expanded so i think <laughs> we do see a couple of those scenes throughout here where there's like weird healing shit happening that feels very like not human i love it yeah no that's it 53 that's, that's everything there, there's one like throwaway line on 53 that still doesn't quite right. explain it, but it says, you know, once, um, let's see, let me pull it back up. It says, uh, once they've had enough bed rest before they can shake off their fragility and start regaining their level in hit points after each night's rest. So if that's the standard, which is the very last line of the one, two, three, fourth paragraph. Right. Uh, then that would mean, yeah, you would get, you'd get four uh, a night, and if it's that night plus three more and travel, that would be sixteen hit points. Right. Sixteen points, yeah. So I think we see we see that slow, like, yeah, she's definitely injured quite a bit, but like you can see the healing happen quickly and over, you know, those scenes. We have the tech. Blobs are resilient. Yeah, that's the other thing. We know we're at least tech level four, so we know the medical stuff is good. Um, there's, uh, outside of being critically injured, I think we've got enough tech there to get you back on track. And then three days travel, I think you're fine. Um, I Timothy's think, go, yes, Timothy's taking care of you. Yeah, yeah, he's our biotech engineer, right? Uh, I'd, lo I'd love to have a couple of like close scenes with Timothy. We don't have to explore this on stream, by the way. I just mean in like the long form <laughs> version of the TV show or a graphic novel or whatever. That's right. That is yeah. funny. I, I dig this. I dig the recovery scenes of like Timothy taking care of you in your in your in your little floating disc in your tensor's floating disc, and the rest of us showing Doctor Long around the ship, being like. You know, this isn't quite as nice as what your, uh, you know, as your office, but it'll get us there. Um, definitely hope checking out the window before she takes off off the station. You know, you know, I can imagine the like launch that's like, hey, station, you know, hey, you know, uh, the flight control, we want to launch. Could you, could you just let us know if you know any other like bounty hunters that have also <laughs> launched? Recently? Uh, I do think, if we back up a little bit now that you've said it, I do think uh, as you're waiting for Dr. Long to get on the ship, he's the last one to board, right? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you notice, I think maybe you notice as you guys are loading the ship, prepping the ship, but certainly while you're sitting around waiting, right, uh, in the bay, and you're doing all the communication, letting uh, the bridge know you're about to take off. Yeah. Uh, I think you see a, uh, a red-haired woman uh, in a, a pilot outfit, right? Uh, she's been hanging out, kind of watching the ship, looking around, right? Uh, and then I think she comes a little closer, uh, but not in the zone of the ship uh, because you're about to take off. Uh, yeah. But she's just checking out the ship. She's looking it over. 
yeah, uh, she could take a Polaroid, and uh, she's just hanging out, watching the whole thing, right? Like it's a show, taking it all in. Uh oh. Yes. I mean, Long said they were gonna pay my bills, right? They got it covered. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> they got it covered. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, I think uh, when Doctor Long gets on board, I think uh, if she's sitting someplace just watching the ship, kind of mentally taking notes. I think at some point she realizes you guys are about the jet and she gets up to walk away. And uh, maybe that's the first time you see the right side of her body and this uh. patch right on her pilot uniform. And it's a queen chess piece on it, right? As part of the patch as she walks away. Nice. All right. Seen the queen. She's seen me. Uh, does, is it, does she, is she wearing like, is the flight uniform like an Eardos? Mining Corps, you know, soldiers uniform or is it? No, something? but, but I would, I would say, uh, it's, it's probably a, uh, derivative of that. Like okay. our, like our hunting uniforms or uh, hunting gear is usually derivative of, uh, uh, military camouflage, camouflage, yeah. things like that. So it doesn't mean that it was military, but. It's kind of geared up and sure. looks inspired like by, right? yeah. we're inspired by yes love it so uh did you guys have conversations like before you you got to see that patch which wasn't not necessarily the day we left right she was there beforehand you said no i think it's just as we were loading up oh just mm -hmm. as we were loading up mm -hmm. oh this is just because dr long is running late yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly okay. if there was longer i hope i'd have gone and talked to her but I think what we just got was kind of the, the chin nod, like. Right. And I feel like at some point before Dr. Long arrives, I would also tell Hope, like, that when we get to um, Hades Kennel, if Prometheus is still there, she's going to get a notification that I've arrived. Oh, and yeah. I knew that she was there when, um, when we were there last, how I knew that she arrived. Okay. That is right, because you're the only one. They didn't hear that. They didn't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah they didn't hear the. So thing. hold on a second. This is you're saying like, <laughs> this is like mid flight, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, In the three days that you're traveling. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, this is great. Just, just, so just... hold on, hold on a second, Atlas. Are you telling me you could talk to the station? <laughs> the station can talk to me. I'm not sure if I can talk back. I haven't really tried it. But the station greets me when I arrive, and it sends me off when I leave. I mean, that's very friendly of it. But if you can, in fact, talk to the station, then maybe a lot of the running around it, in the dark, like not knowing what the heck we're doing, just exploring random parts of it and bumping into Order of Mantis things like that, maybe we could avoid that by just like asking the station. Noted. I will ask the station some questions when we arrive. Sounds good. I had not thought about that, actually. I mean, that's... Character or out of character, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's just, you know, that's, that's adorable. Um, and I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, Hope blushes a little bit, and she's just like, I, I gotta go back to piloting. Uh, but, um... Have fun with that. Sure, just a thought. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question for you. You're a precog. We know how you use your precog ability to fly a ship through a black hole. Mm 
Yes. Or fight another precog. Yes. Do you ever use your precog ability because you're about to enter a weird, emotional, uncomfortable state with some other person and then you play those scenes? Ooh. Oh. Oh, I, I, I will say this. Um, I, I, uh, I played a game um, based off of the show Push, where people had various powers. And my character's power was to make people forget things. And by the end of it, I was just making myself forget everything that happened over and over and over again because it was so bad. And I was the most depressing character in the planet because I just... I would wake up every day and make myself forget the last day so that I didn't have to know what was going on. So I'm going to say no, because I know what a dark place that goes. <laughs> Just like Atlas hadn't thought to talk to uh, the kennel, right, I'm going to has not thought to navigate social encounters, because if she did, she would never stop second-guessing herself, and it would just be a real... I, I, it's it's yeah there's a that's um, a dark and emotional hole i don't want that's go still wow. a fantastic answer and i'm glad i asked the question because that was yes. a beautiful answer yeah that's a good question yes um i do have something that i would like to do sometime in the three days on the way there but it doesn't have to be yet so everybody's got a thing yeah all right uh i need to have a conversation with atlas a private conversation i think there's there's this like definitely there's uh, a setup to it, right? Like you can see, maybe I've tried to, you know, talk to you, but then somebody comes in and it's like, okay, no, this isn't going to work. I need to somehow get you alone, right? Okay. And we're we're not in a small ship no, at all, no, but like, no. you know, where our quarters are. And I, I don't know, actually, Sean, do you want to speak to that as hope? Like what does the ship look like? I'm, I'm curious where I would try to yeah, have a private meeting let's let's show off what the ship looks like oh, yeah. all right because yeah, yeah. we have my very very uh amateurish drawing of squidly so um we'll pull everyone over to it um so my understanding of the design in my you know extremely detailed thing yeah. is that the ship is circular in nature and the outer area is where all of the stations are and the inner area is where is the cargo area where all the mined things are like pulled into. Uh, you can go, you can enter, you can go into the cargo area. It is like pressurized as it sort of needs to be to, to go for the spike drive to initiate. But it's, um, you know, it's not pleasant. It's meant for like raw materials. Um, but the ship is big, like. I think we figured out it's frigate size. Like it takes a minimum right. five people to pilot it. It can right. hold like 50. So we're way at minimum capacity. Um, and uh, so I think, you know, the front is where the, uh, the, 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 the sort of drive, like the, the command, the bridge is. But I, I, there, I'm, it's not like quarters, but there's definitely like long empty hallways where, where two people could go meander off into. Um, and, and, and find and find some um, some solitude. Also, I think if you really, really wanted it while the spike drive is engaged and all the appendages are collapsed, like you could go down into like the engine area, like warp core space, right. spike drive region, and it would be warm and have strange lighting, but it would be pretty alone and safe as well. As, you know, I don't think we have to go to that 
yeah. that area. Although the lighting sounds dope, but maybe a different scene. Um, I also love, by the way, when I'm looking at the ship, it does look like it would mine with its ha like hand tentacles, yeah, and then like scoop into right, scoop where in. its mouth yeah. would be in the exactly. middle. That's that was the that was the designs. Uh, my thought is that all of the little tentacles are articulated, so it can like switch out like, oh, it's a drill. Oh, it's a it's a claw. Oh, it's a scooper, and it could you know, and there's little drilling lasers that it can like pull. It can like pull its body onto something and like. It can only drill something, it can only laser something that it's like physically attached to, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I, I love how organic it looks. Um, so I would say that uh, we can see some failed attempts to try to have a conversation and like, oh, okay, this isn't gonna work because people are just all over the place. So I end up leaving a note um, in your, you know, whatever the quarters are, um, Atlas. And the note is like, oh, you know, if you can meet me at this time, which is in a few hours, over at, you know, pod 53L, right? And I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're walking there and like, this is where we get a sense of how big the ship is. It's like, okay, got it, pod one, two, three, and you get to 53, and it's like, ah, 53, A. And then it starts over and it's like one B, one, two B. And it, like, it's far, right? Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything you, you need to say <laughs> before we meet up there? No, I think that I am just very, like, I think that um, I'm realizing how much of the ship there is that I haven't seen just from only being in like the very, only being in the areas that are immediately relevant to me and having, um, like a rather minor job on the ship on the whole that like there's a lot that I just haven't seen so I'm kind of very like just trying to take it all in but I'm also kind of like okay just bopping um yeah I love it um and you know you get there and it's like it's a long walk and there's 53L or whatever and the door opens and we can see like you know Darth is just kind of like hanging out and holding some kind of like iPad-y thing, reading something. The, the blob vulture? It's, I think it's, um, I think in the beginning of the journey when we've left, it was, we, we there was like a lot of the, like the blob battle chair, you know, floating right. around. But then um, I think at this point we're like at day three. So like maybe we're almost there. Um, and I'm kind of like walking around on my own. So I'm just sitting on like on some, I don't know, chair thing. Cool. Uh, and I turn to you and I'm like, Atlas, we have something to discuss before we go to the station. Oh, what is it? It sounds important. It indeed is important. Um, I think, I think I just want you to know that I trust you and that we are going into some unknown territory. But, you know, unknown territory is what life is all about, right? I mean, that's all we do step by step. Uh, so sometimes it's not about whether the territory is known or not. It's what approach you take. And my approach is I would like to take your hand. And I'm literally like like my pseudopods out there. Like, I put know. my hand on the pseudopod. Oh. <laughs> now, here's the thing. <clears throat> We don't really know what's going to happen. And we don't really know if Dr. Long is gonna trust us, but I want us to trust each other. I want you to know how far I trust you. 
those coordinates that I told him for my home world are all fabricated. It will take him a while to figure that out, but it is fake. Um, I lied to him, but I can't lie to you. I appreciate your trust in me, Dartha. Then, shall we? Sure. What are, what are we doing? <laughs> and I think we're just walking back to like the station. I think, in fact, like maybe we even hear the call, like you know, getting close to, you know, whatever the station is, and you know, like we're we're definitely like there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, so. When the spike drive is engaged, uh, normally under under regular interstellar flight, it's it's um, it's pretty smooth, right? Like it's like the the hyperdrive is 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 engaged and. Most people are used to that, but but in black hole spaces, like once we get in, it's like semi erratically semi erratic shifts where the engage the drive is disengaged and reengaged almost instantaneously, and like at a new and a new access point, we're like the so it's a, it's kind of a like sometimes you like get this like lurch in your stomach as like suddenly the position change and whatnot. Um, so there tends to be a lot of like notifications that get blared across the ship like like grab blade impact in three two pow, you know shake right and so yeah i think there's lots of that and it's like uh exiting exiting uh uh metadimensional space uh you know warp you know uh, uh uh spike drive uh disengaging that kind of stuff is definitely it's definitely coming over the comms um what i want to do is I want to say just before, uh, I'm assuming Hope has a uh, get some resting period uh, in the three days. Uh, there's a period of time before you're going to enter the black hole when you have to get back into the cockpit is my assumption, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, right. I think the black hole part of the journey is a relatively short one and it's a pretty right. intense part. The rest of it is pretty, pretty mundane, and hope doesn't need to be like plugged in for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, uh, for that part of it constantly. So yeah, gotcha. So I think some point before, like maybe moments before, it's time for you to go get back in the cockpit because we're about to enter the black hole. Yeah. Uh, sometime before that, but enough time to have a conversation. Uh, Maybe you're coming back into your quarters to kind of suit up and get ready for that. Yeah. And when you come into your quarters, Raven is kind of sitting on your bed and she's already in her gear and everything ready to go, except for her helmet. Her helmet's not on. Uh, when you come into the door, uh, she kind of urges you to come all the way in. Everything is cool. Okay. I mean, she's in my quarters. Yes. And I mean, I think we have like, yeah, like I kind of go over to like the sink and like I wash off my face, <laughs> and like, right? And I like unzip my shirt, and I we have like kind of a like a hot beach volleyball moment for a second because she's just like hanging out in my quarters, and I've got yes. to like get in like my spike drive, and I'm like I'm looking at my my implants to make sure right. they're all clear of detritus because you don't you, it worst headache you can ever get is when you when you plug in and there's like a little bit of a gunk in there and it, it shorts out the feed. So, you know, checking out my implants in the mirror right. and I'm just like, what's, what's going on, Raven? How, how you doing? She says, I'm, I'm good. 
Um, is that painful? The the whole spike drive thing you do? Does that hurt? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, engaging the spike drive itself isn't too bad. It's once we hit. It's once. Um, it's once we hit the black hole. It's uh, it's just you have to do so many calculations at any given time that it. Yeah, it gives me migraines. It's pretty, it's pretty obnoxious. They make a lot of drugs to suppress it, but then I find those kind of slow me down. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, a, a give and take as to whether or not you want to, you know, take the risk of blowing yourself into a thousand pieces while simultaneously imploding, or uh, you know, have have some uh, have a bad headache. I usually go with a headache. Uh, her face is kind of crinkled up as she's taking all that in. And then she says, is there an upside to, to, I mean, can you use your abilities? Is there a benefit there? Do you get something out of like maybe hitting a lottery or, or something? Uh, what, what's, why is there a benefit? To, to being one of the only pilots in the sector that can, that can, uh, uh, hold on a second. This is Sean. Sean's gonna nerd out a little bit because I because I because I wrote about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> navigating shifting bodies in a gravity well is like trying to throw a dart through a series of hoops. They're all spinning in different directions in a single throw. Uh, the ability to do that, uh, uh, the, the the ability to do that when no one else can, man, that's its that's its own reward. There's there's no analytic solutions that are available. We are constantly cramming like hypercalculus that we're reevaluating by by the second by engaging the drive. And that and that's just normal. That's just normal metadimensional space. You add you add you add black hole uh, gravity wells into it, it's there's there's no high that's like it. I mean, yeah, it gives you a headache, but whew, it's a ride. Okay. All right. And plus, yeah, I could probably win the lottery if I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to. <laughs> she says, so look, um, Dr. Long went out on a limb and uh, he has some reservations. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of the bridge. I think, yeah. uh, I think you're pretty solid. Um, Atlas is Atlas. I got nothing against Atlas. I just, I'm with Dr. Long. Uh, we know who's at. We know who Atlas' parents are, and yeah, I... uh, we don't know uh, how far we can trust Atlas. We don't mistrust Atlas. We just don't know how far. You you seem you seem to think that Atlas has some sort of hidden code in him that, if initiated, could could just allow Horatio or, or somebody else to take over. Like, like you seem to indicate that Atlas might not have full fac faculty control over his own faculties. That's Which, what Dr. Horatio, uh, that's what Dr. Long thinks. But I would argue that none of us do. If I swing at you, you will flinch. You will react in self-defense. Not because wh whether you want to or not, we all are reactive creatures, right? Now, because Atlas was made rather than born, doesn't mean he's any more 
Never mind. That's a discussion with Dr. Long. <laughs> she said, what I'm after is securing a plan B in case this goes sideways. Um, one, Darthur has lied twice to Dr. Long. Um, so that's why I'm not having this conversation with Darthur. Um, if Atlas goes rogue, we, we're going to need you to not hesitate, right? Uh, when we take Atlas down. We don't need you to be a problem um, or get in the way if that happens. We're not anti-Atlas. We just don't know what's going to happen when Horatio comes around. That's Dr. Long's fear, is that you three are underestimating Horatio. We get okay. that. Right. So let's 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 just walk let's just let, let's just walk this through. Like this is what I do. This is this is how we this is how we map this is how we map Gravwells, you know. Uh we we go meet Horatio. Horatio flip pushes the big red button that says Atlas goes homicidal and murders us all, right? Uh and and, and Atlas flips out and, and 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 it's gonna murder us all. Don't you think if that happened? that the better thing to do would be to knock out Horatio, who is in control, to deactivate the button, to otherwise prevent... I'm not saying I don't understand where you're coming from. I'm just saying, I think, how do we neutralize Atlas is the wrong way to go about this. How do we neutralize the, the threat? Atlas isn't the threat. Horatio might be. And we think but... Horatio is. We just, we have no idea what he's done to Atlas or how he plans to use Atlas. What we do know is Horatio was the last person to, to interact with Atlas before Atlas went to sleep. That's what we know. We know Prometheus would like to use Atlas to download Draco. Um, Atlas has been good about not letting that happen. We have no idea what Horatio's plan is. We know he's dangerous. That's oh, why he's okay, asleep. hold on a second. This is great. Just chill out with me for a moment. And I come. <laughs> she's sitting on my bed, right? Yeah. yeah, she's just sitting on your bed. And I come and I sit down on her bed. I sit down on, on the bed next to her. Just getting real cozy with Raven right now. I mean, Jay, tell me if you don't want me to do this because. All right, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I'm totally happy to, like, I know sometimes, like, just asking these things, but, like, I'm a precog and I can ask questions that say, if I do this, what will happen? Absolutely. Can, you have that power. That's your ability. Yes. It's my ability. You pay for that. And it's my ability to do it up to, I think right now, right. a week in advance. Yeah. One week in the future. So easily, this is this is like several hours in the future. So, so even if there's a, a residual kind of effect, like it doesn't have place immediately, but it'll happen a day later or whatnot. So... Yes, so I'm going to commit effort. Nice, uh, yes. And uh, let's see, let's flash everybody up there. And I'm going to say, like, like I said, let's map this out. And I sit down, and you know, I think my eyes kind of, I close my eyes for a second, and they kind of right, like right. flutter. And I reach over and I grab her hand and I squeeze it really hard, right? As like to show her, like, this is what it's like to like this. Is how it hurts a little to do this. Like it's it's a little painful. It's it's winsome. Nice. Uh, and uh and yeah i'm gonna ask you a question which is do it what happens when horatio and atlas encounter each other yes yes uh, dominique is it okay if i ask you ask this, this is, <laughs> I see about your character. 
<laughs> would like to actively encourage you to ask this because I want to know. <laughs> uh, can I say this is some psychic game bullshit right here? And holy shit, am I so happy to be in this space. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is awesome. Uh, Horatio uses Atlas like a tool. Uh, Horatio wants to get off the ship. He wants to not uh, be followed or interfered with. He doesn't want to be fucked with, right? Yeah. And Atlas is his way to make sure he get off this ship, off this orbital on his terms. He doesn't yeah. care about Draco. He doesn't care about Prometheus or anything else. Oh, wow. He Once he sees Atlas, he knows he's got a way out. Nice. He doesn't know. Yeah. Go ahead. And he just takes control of Atlas. He's just like... You That's said, what you see, yes. Use him like a tool. Yes. Uh-oh. Like a lawnmower. Oh, no. I'm like, I think I... I, I Okay, sorry. I, I, I don't know if you were going to say more. I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. That that's that's what you say. I think uh, if you're, I think you're, if you're looking at different possibilities, right? Yeah. I think uh, all of them. The moment Atlas and Horatio have a conversation, right? Uh, that's when things go south. Uh, everything else seems to be fine as long as they never physically get to be in each other's space. They're not in each other's proximity. So arriving on the station does not do it. It's not like it's an immediate like ping protocol right. that like, okay, now, uh, okay. Um, and, I, and I've been like so cocksure this entire time. I've been so like, no, 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 that's not gonna happen. No, 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 it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine. And I think I like, as I release my hand, you can see like my, like little tiny fingernail marks in in Raven's hand, right? Like I wasn't dig, I wasn't like breaking skin, but like digging just a little bit, right? And and you know, and they'll fade in a second, right? But it's just this momentary mark to show how hard I was sque- squeezing, and I'm like, uh, no, you're you're right, uh, they can't meet. Oh no. Uh, and then I think Raven looks disappointed and uh a little uh confused because this uh she's with dartha this is some psychic game bullshit yeah uh, but but i think she also looks kind of disappointed she believes you she kind of looks disappointed because she's acting on dr long's orders um but she doesn't know for sure right and yeah. for you to come back and say you're right right that's, yeah that's different uh she says look we're not we're not trying to kill Atlas, right? We're not trying to destroy Atlas. Atlas is a unique, uh, fantastic uh, thing to have on our side. Um, yeah. But we uh, we just don't know how far we don't we don't know, right? We, there's a lot we don't know about Atlas. Yeah. Um, but we know uh, today, currently, uh, Darthas, you know, she's untrustworthy right now. I feel like you have to appreciate where people are coming from when they lie to you and what 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 situations are incumbent upon them, why they might feel like they need to. I'm not saying it feels good to be lied to. I know. I've been <laughs> lied to a lot. I'm just saying Dr. Long lied to us for a long time, or he just omitted several truths, and he had reasons for doing it. So before you just assume Dartha is... is has some malicious intent maybe try to learn more about why she would withhold why she would lie to you i agree um 
can can we do like one tiny flashback for just a second yeah totally it's us going onto the ship three days ago when we left the station right and you know we just saw this my my I've, i took three days heartfelt made a meeting with atlas but when we got on the ship three days ago i just turned to you hope and i'm like i lied about those coordinates and i just turned and walk off like i told you that three days ago nice. and that was it nice. all right nice. oh, yeah. i love that it was just like yeah 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 that was bullshit that's so funny <laughs> all right all right um cool i i i definitely want to because here's my thing jay i'm gonna uh-huh. call shenanigans because I think in my future vision, yeah, uh, Atlas, you know, kind of had this conversation. But what I might not have factored in is if we knew about it, right? I think Dartha, with her telepathy that can work with with uh, with with AI, could could be the key to like protecting uh, protecting. Uh, uh, atlas from this this control that hiroshio might have over him so so even though even though hope is like now it's we're screwed she still thinks like we'll wait there's maybe another way but i don't have time to talk to them about it i right. gotta get out of spike drive so it's right like, i just i'm saying this is a player that i want that idea to surface at some point so that Dorothy can make this attempt but nice. i don't think hope can actually say it right now because she's like she, you know, one of those klaxons goes off and she's like, shit, Raven, I gotta go. It was nice catching up with you. Uh, feel free to just like hang out on my bed anytime. <laughs> um, sorry, I hope it's a bit thirsty. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and she zips up and goes to, you know, pilot, goes to nice. get, us, get us in. Nice. Perfect. Um, where in the on the vault where are we going and i'm jumping over the rule 20. yep 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 good good question let's pop I'd imagine the cryo sleep uh chamber thingy so somewhere we'll we're docking someplace close to the uh, cryo labs yes yeah maybe in science alpha because that's where the the nanite technology is mm-hmm. we start with that if that's okay. You mute it. Yeah. Science Alpha sounds like a good like room one <laughs> in our dungeon map. <laughs> I like that. Is that cool Please. with you, Dominique? Yeah. Okay, awesome. And I'm gonna try and talk to the station as we pull up. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Like, I like it. Ask, like, what do you want me to ask the station? Like uh, is Prometheus here? Are the Order of the Mantis here? Uh, where is the controls to the Nanite? How many humans are alive and uh, and active? Where's the location of Horatio? Uh, <laughs> uh, like, just like, it's just like, I have a thousand questions. What do you mean? Like, I'm very like, we'll just get there and figure it out. Um, yeah. no. I, I, I love that Atlas's first question might be something like, hi. I'm Atlas. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Hope just. I mean, she she could she could list things for weeks. So yeah. Okay. Nice. I've got some some direction now for these for my my questioning of the station. So the Squidly docks. Uh, the uh, Iris connects. Your side opens up. 
the station slide does not open up. Does right. it say anything to me? No, there's uh well usually it's when you walk onto the station, that's when it ah, right. right. But right now the iris on the station side, because you've got two and yours is open and ready to mm -hmm. right, but the other side does not open. And in the past it has. Uh I mean we've had we've had closed doors before. Um I think there's like an interface. Yes. Probably between Squidly when it docks. So right. I think I think it's like the initial like like basic diagnostic check of like did you get the open order? Like did you like I knocked, did it hear, you know? Um and is, is it does it seem like it's locked or it's just non-responsive or uh, I'd say a little both, right? It feels like it's locked, and it feels like it's not. I, yes, I would say yes to both. It's locked, and it's non-responsive. Well, we could. I think I turned to the crew, and I'm like, "Well, we could fly around to the other entrance we've used in the past. Maybe that'll be open, or we could just force this thing. We've 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 had to force a few of these doors before." Uh, I don't like doing airlock. I don't like forcing airlocks because if we can't <laughs> close it behind us, if we open it and we can't close it, then we just put a hole in the vault. But um, I'm, I think that we should not put a hole in the vault. We should just go around and try to enter somewhere else. I think um, Dartha, like, despite the fact that we've only seen Dartha really talk in this kind of like more emotional manner, like Dartha's still. Uh, I mean, technically like an engineer and scientist. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, she turns, like I turn to you and I'm like, well, those are pretty precise, aren't they? And I'm like pointing out the window at one of your tentacle arms with like a mining laser on it. Uh -huh. I'm like, I read the specs. I think you can handle it without doing permanent damage. And like, I think it is kind of like unknown whether it would do permanent damage or not. <laughs> But like it, it might not do permanent damage. Well, right? here, here's my thought: is for sure, Squidly can mount on something, create a seal around it, cut a hole into it. But then once Squidly leaves, it still leaves a damn hole behind. Yeah. So the hole. I think I end my speech with, in theory. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I want to give a shot at just cracking it open you know the 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 old-fashioned way so um and 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 then when this inevitably fails I, we we can we can start using the drilling lasers so um y'all might be better at this than i am i only have like a fix of plus zero or something like that but uh jay can i try and override the door controls and and get it to open yes uh dartha do you want to jump in on this before the lasers happen or are you just like I, lasers only plan i think i do have a little bit of fix right yeah right i'm pretty right. sure we all do from one person right oh no right. you do not sorry you have program but, but oh, i have program i don't have fix I have I, yeah, yeah i think i just recommend this stuff based on what i read of the specs of the ship like i don't know anything about helping y'all yeah that's great uh I'm, I, I love this idea that like Hope and Atlas are like trying to like over like get to the override, and you're like you could just laser through it. And I'm just like, oh, just give us just a second, just look, yeah. just Okay, so I roll first. Uh, I think uh, you're helping. Yes. Yeah, you will. You would roll first. What do I need to roll? Uh, 
Eight. Eight or better. Okay. And that's with intelligence? Yes. Okay. Oh. You got it. You should have just done it. Yeah, yeah. you should have just done it. Yeah. You know what? I kind of like that mechanic that it's like, oh, I can help and there's no risk because if I fail, nothing happens. But then I feel really shitty when I made it because I could have just made it. Right. It's a cool game mechanic. It really is. But it's only because of your help that I did it. (laughs) I hit that exactly. Perfect. All right. That is perfect. So, uh, let me get my clock. And I I really feel to me, this is TL level five equipment. So tell me if I'm being too simple, but I think to me, it's like one of those things where the iris opens and we get to the other side and it's like, it's like, get out some, like a drill, pry open that plate, cross some wires, pull a big manual lever. You know, it's like, it's a lot of like futzing. It's not hacking. It, it, right, it's not hacking. Yeah, it's more mechanical like, than software. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. And, and Atlas helped with this, right? Yeah. I'm like, this role. Tools for you. And I'm like, wait, no, pull that lever. No, pull that lever next. Yeah. Um, like giving practical advice. Yeah. At some point, if it's okay with you, I'm just like, okay, can you grab the iris and just push? Because I yeah. think it needs to be like manually engaged. Right, right. So yes. it's like, like at some point you're like, and then like and it starts spinning open. But nice. can, can we throw in one little part where there's like a couple of wires that need to be crossed? And you know how to do it normally, like how it should normally look. But Atlas is like, oh no, wait, in this year they changed the colors to da 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 da. And you know, he's oh, like yeah. telling you the right way to do it. Yeah. T568B stand. And the red wire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twisted pair. It gets you every time. No, thanks. Uh, I, uh, I, I used to be a network installer and I haven't done it in like 15 years. And I just ran a, a, a line under my house. And, uh, and as I was punching it down, because I still have my punches and all this old stuff from being an installer. And I was just like, I was like, I remember when I knew wiring specs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I remember when I knew wiring specs like the back of my hand, and this I was like looking at the I was looking at the punch, being like, okay, white white orange orange, white brown brown, white okay, yeah. So nice. I, I love I love the like nuance spec detail difference. Nice. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's like you said. Uh, once you get to the station side, uh, there are some uh, mechanical overrides, right? that you guys engage to get the iris open. And the last move is to actually move the iris parts uh, back into uh, its housing. Um, And it's dark in the station. There are no emergency lights. There are no regular lights. There are no low, it's like all the power's out, right? The air is stale um, and there is no incoming, hello, how are you doing message for uh, Atlas. Um, there's nothing. I think I'm just going to say, I think the station's dead. Well, that's a disappointment. I was really hoping that you could have a nice chat. Um, I will remind you, players, right, that you left Prometheus here, right, when you left last time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did that. That might have been a mistake. I mean, we were fleeing for our right. lives. She was shooting a Gatling gun at me. I don't, I don't feel like 
Like we were just like, oh, we're just gonna peace out right now. Right, right. I'm just saying that's the last time you saw her, and now the station's not acting right. No, this is perfect because before the station was um, uh, before the station was lost in space, now it's alien. It's great. Right. I love it. It's the <laughs> right. <laughs> now it's alien. Spooky. I can feel it in my bones. All right. Nice. Well, I think. Uh, I think Hope is going to go have another changing scene where she gets in her mag suit, in her in her back suit, rather. Um, is Raven there again? <laughs> she wants to. <laughs> no, Raven, uh, I think Raven, Timothy, and uh, Doctor Long—they're at the iris once it gets open. Yeah, right. I think we do get to see a little bit of like, because like sometimes when you have alien physiology right it's not really that interesting like oh i'm watching star trek and they all look like people but with like weird prosthetics right but like we have dartha come into this area and she immediately pulls out this bag of all these flashlights like we know they're a flashlight because she pulls it out and it's like flat like a disc but it's giving off light right and she puts it on her skin and her skin kind of like grows around it, you know, like blobs around it and holds right. it, right? She doesn't need like a full arm to hold a flashlight. She could just right. use like a little bit of an indentation. So she just like puts all these flashlights on her nice. and like it's shining in all directions. Like she's like this light source nice. um, that's able to just walk around and. Very cool. Yes, thank you for having alien physiology that is meaningfully different than physiology. We can't all be a disco ball. That's yeah. right. Disco yeah, ball. Right. I mean, it is the future. We could have like a ball of light that flies around with us, but I thought this would be like yeah, cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I think armed with with light and uh, let's let's go down. Let's let's. Uh, proceed to where we understood the uh, Science Alpha location to be. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, and obviously, you know, flashing lights around and trying to figure out what's going on in the station, but not expecting right. to find. Um, Dr. Long says, you're, we're going to split into two. Why don't um, we, why? One, I'm told the station used to be lit up and had power and something's changed. Yeah. Um, and we also know it's a little more public than it used to be. So if you're going to grab the nanite control modules, Raven and I will make our way to the cryo. I'd like to go to the cryo. I'd rather you didn't. Why? I can't afford you and Horatio having a conversation in the dark on this station. How do I know you won't kill him before I get to speak to him? I want to put him back into sleep. If he won't go, then I will kill him. But I'd like to speak to him while he is awake. I understand. I don't want you to speak to him at all. That's going to be a bit of a problem for me. Uh, <laughs> Alice, maybe some things are left, better left 
unknown. Maybe we focus on the problem at hand. There are multiple problems at hand, one of which I could solve by talking to Horatio. Yeah, about that. Um, about that. Oh no, I hate this. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, when Dr. Long said you should just trust me and gave you vague platitudes, you weren't really satisfied with that, so I'm not going to do that. I don't normally like to do this with people, but I did look at look through meta-dimensional space-time probability grid, and every encounter I can imagine you you speak with Horatio the moment you encounter him and he talks to you. Uh, he takes control of you and he uses you to escape the platform, and you have no control over it. So we put him back under, we take him with us and have that conversation somewhere else. Is that would that work? If we can't make this vault secure, I'm good with that. I'd rather have him in cryo someplace safe rather than someone else wake him up. Okay, I'm with it. So and Darth has been looking back and forth between you two as you guys have had this conversation, not saying a word, even though in theory, maybe she's like a superior rank wise or something, right? Like we, we got that impression oh, yeah. anyways. We definitely are, are, are. Right? Yeah, there's like Dr. Long up here and Darth is somewhere in the middle. And then you guys are like, you know, these noobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But, but she's not pulling any kind of rank or talking. She's just like looking back and forth between your conversation until this part and I think I, I reach up and I, I hold your hand, Atlas, and I'm like, you know, you will, will have another opportunity to talk to Horatio. I feel it. And I say I feel it because it's kind of one of those things where I'm trying to say, I don't know. Of course, I don't know. But I, I believe that'll be the case, right? But it's also my way of saying, like, at this point, let's go the other way. And you've already said that you're willing to go the other way. But you know, yeah. What a bummer! I was wow. It's up to you. You, I'm, it's. I'm not. You have. Player... I will say this. I'm gonna uh -huh. say this. I did not say we're not gonna see him soon. I said you will have an opportunity to see him. I feel it. And you I'm can gonna, yeah. like do the thing that's gonna cause him to like take over me and leave the. Like, I'm not going to, like, deliberately start shit. So I'm going to um, go with um, with Dartha and Hope to find the Nanite controller. Yeah. All right. Which is probably going to be difficult because I can't just ask the station where it is. Unless we can bring the station back online. Right. You might be able to bring the station back online. Probably be the easiest way to go about doing this. Probably from the bridge or engineering. Does that sound right, Jay? Either one of those spots will work. Uh, engineering on the bridge are the easiest. You could probably do it from anywhere, uh, but it's it's harder. Uh, the bridge and the engineering will make it easier. Yeah. Because everything's right there. Because we've been to the bridge before, so we know, like, the layout and, like, what's up there. There's this very big icon that says engineering on the ship, too. <laughs> that does mean power, so, yeah. Far, how far, based on, because, like, in the beginning yep. of this, we were just going back and forth between those, what was basically the scavengers and Dracos's ward. 
how far is it between us and engineering? It's like it's like a trek, right? Yep, it will be a trek. Uh... How badly do you want this atlas? How badly do you want to talk to the station and have power and maybe be able to find out what's going on with ratio? If you do it on foot, you're looking at close to an hour to make it there. If you hop back in the ship and swing around to that side and dock, then we're probably talking 20, 30 minutes um, to do that. Because you're disconnecting, you're just going to swing around the side, park, you're not making the actual, um, you're not traversing the physical space inside the ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, I mean, we can, I guess it's just a matter of like, if we don't bring the ship online, how are we going to find the nanite controller otherwise? In the dark? With the Disco Dartha? Disco Dartha. Disco Dartha. I don't mind walking if that's... If that's a concern. Yeah. Uh, what, I'm, I'm totally looking between you two and like not making a decision. Yeah. I'm 100% being like, well, walking will take an hour and taking the ship may take 20 or more minutes. Like, if both are fine options. I think I want to wait until we split. Until like Raven and and, and Dr. Long go off. If that's okay with, with Atlas. That yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 Um, and, I, and I look down and I'm like, I can get to the bridge and turn the power back on and I can do it. <laughs> Maybe just for us. I don't know if it's an all on or all off switch. That's awesome. But if you want to try and maybe overhear what's going on in the cryo lab, like turn on the monitor, the cameras, so you can see what's going on and maybe Maybe if you don't have a direct conversation, you just overhearing, you can find out a little bit about Horatio. That would be that very smart. I would like to do that. Let's go to the bridge. All right, hold on. I teleport to the bridge. Nice, nice, I've been nice, there before. nice. I can teleport 10 kilometers. Yes, yes. Uh, but but it does take effort. It's gonna take effort to teleport back too. So it's it's not without cost, but I'm like, if that's that's what we really what we really want. You're taking just Atlas, or you're taking everybody. Oh, uh, I I was just planning on going to the bridge, turning on the power, and coming back. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, I love that because there's this moment where you just like pop out. Yep. And we're just there. <laughs> um. What does that scene look like? Yeah, because I mean, I don't, I, I don't imagine it. The, the teleportation is near instantaneous, but the figuring out how to turn the power on is, isn't. So right. right. So uh, I think like you disappear, and like right. I turn to you, Alice, and I'm like, like I'd be uh, like, so you know any jokes? <laughs> I love that because. Lithomorphs have a very different sense of humor than humans. They love very, like things humans would think are stupid, like totally weak puns, you know? Lithomorphs are 100% into it. So I'm telling you like the most obvious silly puns that are like not funny to anybody with any nuanced sense of humor. 
but I am thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know what AIs are like, though, so I'm very interested to see what your reaction will be That's to these funny. horrible puns. I feel like I would laugh because it's like the nice thing to do, but not necessarily because I think they're funny. I feel like I would, I, I think that I would get joy out of the moment of social connection and would laugh from that experience and not necessarily from the humor of the puns. I think Timothy is uh, bewildered, right? Because uh, he doesn't know why Atlas is laughing because Darth's puns aren't funny. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> incomprehensible he doesn't it's not i don't get the joke it's what are you what are you even saying what is i don't recognize that as a joke right yeah yes and, and then you're laughing right and so i think he's bewildered about what's going on right now uh and i think one of the things that dartha is very much picking up on because we, we see this scene and we're like okay we're looking at it as observers but dartha is feeling the emotion come off of Atlas. And that is very new because Dartha has not met many AIs, AK zero, period. But I am able to feel the emotion coming off of you. And that's just very, you know, like very contrary to Dr. Long's like kind of view of the situation. Right. And what Dartha's view of the situation is. Right. What's it feel like to teleport? Uh, I think it feels like um, being, uh, uh, for, for me, in my mind, teleportation and spike drive travel, metadimensional travel, are in some way related to one another. So I think it feels something like being compressed down to the size of an atom, uh -huh. uh, you know, being sort of like uh, destroyed and recreated and then re-expanding all in a, in a moment. I think it's... Uh, technically, I have the uh, uh, the ability to make it so it doesn't nauseate me. Um, right. It normally does, but I think the general experience is a like uh, nauseating one. And I want to say that Hope recovers from that very quickly. Um, right. Mechanically, it's because she took the power, personal application. But narratively, it's because she's so used to uh, the, the 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 these horrible shifts. She's got her sea legs when it comes nice. to you know uh, temp spatial. Uh, chefs. Nice. I like it. I think uh, while it's instantaneous real time uh, and for the rest of us, I think there are moments that are happening as you're uh, being destructive, being created, and moving through those fields. And I think the last bit of that, before you know you're at the bridge, I think you also become aware that there's another set of fields, another set of creations and destructions that you're entering into. Maybe there's a, uh, a trail, like a scent, like you come home, mom's made cookies, right? And you can tell before you get up to the kitchen because you can smell it when you're walking in the door, right? It's yeah. kind of like that. You're I getting to the bridge, like right? For, for, for someone to be else to be there. Yes, so when you arrive, right, you're not surprised the room is kind of lit up. Uh, there's some little light stands uh, spread around. Uh, there's Harker, uh, Rantham, and there are two of the Mantis Mercs. Uh, nice. Rantham and one of the Mercs are trying to turn the power on. And Harker goes, well, well, well. Oh, damn it. 
I didn't know you were coming, but I knew you were coming. Yeah. I kind of caught a whiff of you as well. I love this 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 gift, this this ability, this this I will, I may never trade it out for anything else ever again. Thank you. Glad I could help. Looks like we're uh, looks like we're up to the same thing here. You trying to get the power on too? Yes, it makes uh, this job a little bit easier. You you know anything about this? No, last time I left, but I imagine there's like bullet holes and stuff because this is <laughs> there is because <laughs> uh, yeah. this is where the yeah. Last time we left each other, um, let's just say that the because he knows Prometheus too, right? He think he I think he yeah. No, he does. He does. Yeah. Last time we, let's just say my next visit was less pleasant and I kind of point to some of the bullet holes and I go, it's a good gift indeed. Um, he said, yeah, yeah, I lost two guys already. Uh, she's kind of pissed off. I don't know what you guys did. Uh, we we didn't summon a demon from hell is what we did, is what we did. Look, okay. I, I don't think we're on the same side, but I also don't think that we're enemies. Can we have an agreement here let's both try to work together get the power on and let's also try and avoid the sociopath that wants to murder everyone and we can agree to get the power on because i'm not sure i don't know that they i don't know that they know what they're doing over there uh, so if you know something that's awesome prometheus i think if you're here did you bring your your uh, friends. Yeah, they're here. I think I can't help you with that. I think she wants you guys. And if she wants you guys, she's not messing with us. And I think that's that's good. That's good for Harker. <sighs> Always I, what's good for Harker. I can't I can't help you with that. Uh, uh, I, don't I, I don't know how to kill her. Uh, I, yeah, I don't either. I mean, she walks around with a Gatling gun. What, what I, am I supposed oh. to do with that? I, I know, Harker. I almost was shot several times with that gun. So I won't tell her you're here, but. All right. Sounds like a deal. I like fist bump him and I go, let me get my tools. <laughs> uh, I think his people can help you. Uh, and he's right. They're, they might luck out and turn it on, but uh, right. it's going to take them some time. They don't know what they're doing. Do we have like basic. I think we have like normal communicators anyway. Yeah. Even though the ship doesn't have power, I think at this point right. I could come back right to right. Atlas and be like, "Okay, bud, I need, I need, you know, your, your, your. Uh, I'm gonna try and uh, let me know if you, if you, you get power, and and also our friends are here. They're just." you know, just sort of convey it. So the, the precog friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rochelle is here and he's just, he's with his, with his, with his buds. Do, do you say Rochelle uh, verbally out loud enough? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like under something, but yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. No, he doesn't like to be called Rochelle. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> so if he hears it, right, uh, that sets him off. Okay, nice. 
Nice. Do, do, does do, does he like react horribly, or is it just like I can see it as like a grimace? Like yeah, no, he grim. Yeah, it's he doesn't become violent or anything, but yeah, he definitely doesn't like being called Rochelle. That sets him off. That's a bummer. Um, okay, I, I kind of raise my eyebrow. Like I'm under the thing. Like I'm like, oh, okay, noted. Okay, we'll see. Uh, this is a fixed test. Okay. Because uh, everything's off. Um, it could have been a program, but since everything's off, yeah, you guys are up under and in the guts of the thing. This yep. is a, fic a fixed test, and it will be a 10. Oh, dang. No. Uh, but I think uh, you can get help from Atlas yeah. uh, ac across the communicator That's uh, and or uh, Parker's people, but I'm not sure there'll be much help. I would like to help. Well, and just why don't we see if 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 at if because i think you know you know the ship better than probably anyone right um and, I, and i'm like all right so remember what we just did let's just do that except for blind <laughs> i'm just gonna have to tell you what it was what's going I, on i see a red wire and i see 13 blue wires right right and i'm like the seventh blue wire from the left um okay i'm rolling one, two. I it. God damn it. Awesome. You kick ass. I'm gonna see if I can uh, if I can make nice. That. Yes. Alright. Also, I love that this is like old school tech. So it's not like red and blue wire. It's like, is the blue wire the teal wire or the and there's like eight words for like <laughs> different shades of blue that I guess maybe back then they could differentiate. Yes. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> what is happening? But every time it's exactly because of your help. We're we're good at this. Is we're good. We're we're pretty awesome. I have nice. That is pretty awesome. It it is it is uncanny that wow. Um yeah, so I think they're like doing stuff and I'm like I'm like I'm like cool, cool let's try that and like it like shorts and like ah, nope, never mind, that didn't work, you know? And and um and then I get on with Atlas. I'm like, please tell me something better, you know, than, than I'm not, you know, these guys are clearly experienced, but I'm like, I, I need the, the, the real, uh, I need the um, true familiarity with this tech. And, and yeah. Mint green wire, the mustard yellow wire, the yeah. seventh blue wire from the left. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think uh, Harker whistles. That's, that's some beautiful work. That's good stuff. Um, I'll tell you what I know, though. Um, it's not just you and me. There are three other teams out here. I don't know uh, why this place is popular all of a sudden. Uh, just so you know, uh, we're not alone. So yeah. I don't know those other folks. You've so been here the whole... I, I assume Harker's been... He's been here pretty much the whole time, right? Back and forth, yeah. Oh, he's going uh, back and forth. Okay, yeah, he's going back and forth. Yeah, newsfeed. I don't know if you saw, but just before I left, the feed, the feed had an entry for the vault. Um, yeah, it's it's public knowledge now. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be very long before. I mean, people are gonna have to be able to fly through the hole through the well. Right. No, I've seen wreckage on the way in, so not everybody's making it through. Yeah. All right. I'll. Uh, I'll see you around then. I hope not. <laughs> Come on, Harker. You and I, we must. We're we're, we're tied by this thing. I'm just saying, if if 
if we do, that means I'm, I'm failing at my job, right? I'm, I'm doing well, a bad job. Uh, all right, hair. Oh, by the way, because uh, I think that was him, right? He, he was, that was M hair was him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, and I say, you know, just so you know, hair, um, I've, uh, uh, I think I saw something about it. Um, uh, um, there's a, there's a terrorist, there's a, there's a bounty on one, uh, Marinda hair right now. Oh, she's the real deal. Um, I raided her safe house, uh, but she's out on the loose. So if you know anything, there's some, you could probably get rid of your bounty by turning her in. I see. You truly are a copycat. We're just trying to catch her. All right. Uh, Well, you, you 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 be good, Harker. I'll see. Oh, you. where 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 are you folks at? Around the way. Okay. All right. I just you know I'm just trying to avoid future conflict. Maybe uh, I, like we're not going after the same stuff. We're. Um... I, I, I don't feel like Harker has indicated he's anything more like I, I don't think he's a despicable person, but I also don't know like I also don't feel like I can uh, I don't feel like I can trust him. Um, right, right, right. And I say I say I appreciate you letting me know uh, about the other teams, and I'm happy to share. You know, I, I'm glad I was able to get the power on for all of us. Let's let's call ourselves good. Okay. Um, and I and I just walk out. I may teleport at some point, but for uh -huh. now I'm just gonna walk because I kind of have this weird feeling. Like I'm like, if he, I teleport, I have this weird sense like maybe he could follow. I don't <laughs> good, but I don't think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> also, um, if you got any better at teleporting, every time you do it in front of him, he might be learning something that he didn't exactly. already know. Exactly, and I have, nice. and I don't want him to see my new ability, which. <laughs> So I just gotta awesome. go out the front door instead of teleporting away, nice. and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the next hour on foot making it making my way back to you. So okay. I would say, uh, unless it, there's an urgent need for me, so I would say, why don't you all, um, you know, start doing the investigation there, and you can just talk to me over comms as needed. Does the station say anything to me when it comes back online? Uh, it does not. But everything is back online. I wouldn't know how to. There's a big ass moth in my apartment. I would not know how to initiate um, a conversation with the station, would I? Uh, it seems like uh, we describe it as Bluetooth, so it seems like you could probably just reach out and have the conversation with the station. And I would try Always, to yeah. be like, hello. Right. Hello? Right. I think it does the equivalent of running through. Here are the things you can ask me. Right. Oh, okay. Like right. Uh, so you, you can 
inquire about the environment, what the temperature is. Uh, you know, it runs through a list of things that it can do. Um, Welcome to Action Castle. Right. <laughs> Your so options are north, down. Right. So I think that's what it does. Okay. Um, I feel like I would just kind of like speak in full sentences and trust that it could parse what I'm saying rather than trying to use the default commands. Right. I would say, excuse me. I think I would say, um, like, I'm looking for information on the whereabouts, something that would be on the station. Can you help with that? Um, I'm, yes, yes, it can help with that. I was trying to figure out how to answer that as the station. Yes, it can help with that. Okay. Um, and then I would ask, I'm not sure how I would word it, but I would ask about the nanite controller. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think it does. It, it uh, gives you exactly where in the Science Alpha deck uh, science. to okay. go. Yeah, and you guys aren't far from there because you kind of docked right outside, right? Yeah. So it tells you exactly which lab on the deck uh, those modules are kept in. Okay. I thank the station. Uh, thank your uh, VI. Um, and then I guess we wait for Hope to get back and then go and try and find it. I say just go. Like hope was over comms. Like you found it, go. I'll I'll catch up with you. Okay, and I'll tell you over comm like which lab it would be so you can come and meet us. Okay. And then nice. Darth bopping over to the lab. Nice. Awesome. And this is just this is in part because I think Hope's a little paranoid, but also in part because I think it's fun to like have the split screen back and forth and you and Darth and you know. Yeah. Especially because like I think you and I, Atlas, we're just going through like hallways and things. Like it looks normal. Like we're going through a ship and we're giving you updates. But I like that every time we go back to you, Hope, you're in some weird situation <laughs> where you're like flying <laughs> through a door with like some light laser, <laughs> like all sorts of weird shit. I'll, I'll meet you guys there. But like, yeah, I, crawling through some tunnels. Well, because the scavengers did let us know like some secret tunnels through the place. Right, right, right. We have had some maps, and there is that crazy tank with like the shark tank thing. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I yes. love the idea that like there's just weird as shit that and, and i love that you're like oh i'm on my way and then you look down at your map and you're like nope that day way didn't work and we see you've tried like six different paths and it's like okay it's gotta be this one <laughs> why not teleport what's that at this point why not just teleport i know um i think the first 20 minutes 30 minutes in right you're you're doing that you're uh having to reroute maybe a little bit uh, making your way through some of the uh, infrastructure of the ship, some of the Jeffrey's tubes, right? Uh, I think at one point you're working on getting a door to open like you've done. We've done this before, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you're working at it and you can hear voices on the other side. Um, and one of the voices is pretty clear. Uh, it kind of commands all the islands to, hey, stop moving. I feel something coming. Um, I have a, a vac suit, right? Which mm -hmm. is open because there's air in right. there. But I'm going to close the lid 
so that I'm not making any, I'm not breathing, right? Right, right. I'm not like making any noise. And I'm just gonna listen to see what's going on. Like, I think there's like that, as it closes and I just like <laughs> press my ear against the wall. Right, right. You know, um, is there any, is there any? Uh, you, you can hear movement, but most of the commotion has uh, stopped. It's like a bunch of folks on the other side are waiting to see what happens next. Yeah, right. That's the that's the state they're in. Because somebody said, "Hey, wait, there's something here." And I, I assume I don't recognize any of the like I don't know anybody on this place because the only people we knew were the scavengers and they, right. they and they yeah you know they left yeah. So hope hope takes a big old deep sigh because she's like. She's like, uh, you know, because she knows like they won't hear her breathing because she's in the suit, right? And just looks at the map and scratches off that direct that path <laughs> and is like, it's gonna be a little longer. And she just fucking, she does <laughs> not want another altercation, right? So I think back with uh, Dartha and Atlas, right? If they're tracking on their side, I think you see uh, Hope kind of making her way and then turn back, right, on the map. Right. <laughs> I, I I think I'm like we see that, and it's definitely Dartha like looking down at some little pad, and I think I look up over to you, Atlas, and I'm like, it might be a little bit longer, <laughs> but we just keep walking down this hallway. Right. Yeah. And we'll meet up with her when we meet up with her. Nice. Uh, there's a check-in from Dr. Long. Actually, it's Raven. And Raven says, uh, we've got um, Horatio uh, in his cryosleep tube, and we're looking for a sled to get it back to the ship. What's everyone else's status? Um, uh, hold on. I... I, I, I like make a movement that says, you know, let's not answer yet to you, Alice. Because <laughs> like, I think I see you even open your mouth, like you're ready to answer them, right? And I do like the, the human shush thing, even though I don't have a mouth and I don't really have fingers and stuff. But you know, it's kind of obvious what I'm trying to communicate. And um, yeah, I, I'd like to try to like shut down the radio and talk to you first. Yeah. I think I'm going to give you a little bit of cover because I say, I got the power on. <laughs> um, they may have noticed. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit like, you know, what are you up to? And I'm like, I got the power on. Um, as far as I know, the Order of Mantis plus three other teams are on the station. So that's at least four potential mm, hostiles. And it hope uses that term like she knows what the term means in a military context but she right, knows right. a better way to say it <laughs> so like, mm, i know you'll understand what this means but i don't like the name right. um, and anyway so that's a little cover where you two could be talking off. i love that we see that it's cover because there's that that moment of silence like you're waiting for dartha maybe to speak up or for atlas to speak up and you're just like okay maybe i need to yeah, throw something out there, right? Um, I think I turned to you, Atlas, and I'm I'm like, um, 
It definitely seems like the chances have improved that you will be able to meet Dr. Long, the Dr. Long, and I say the as if that means the old one, right? The Dr. Long at some point in the near future. Should we keep concentrating on our current task? And it's kind of a question, but you don't know if Dartha's, you know, like, am I asking you for your opinion or am I saying, hey, are you good to keep going? Like exactly how am I interpreting that? I feel like in either interpretation, the answer would be yes, because I want to prove myself to the younger Dr. Long um, in the sense that like I do what I say I'll do, even if it's not necessarily what I'm told that I um, like am good for my word because I don't want him I don't want to give him further reason to not trust me. So I feel like for that reason, I would be like, yes, let's keep going. Yeah. And I, yeah, like basically you're an honorable individual. <laughs> I try to for when I'm punching people, which feels dishonorable of me, even if it is for good reason. Yes. In other words, you are very, uh, I was going to say human, but as a blob, I'm going to say you're very blob-like. Oh. And, <laughs> um. I I aspire to be like the blogs. So I nod and we just, I think we just keep going in that direction. Rad. Nice. But I think we report in, like, I don't think it's not radio silence, right? Like, I think there was okay. this acknowledgement, like, Hey, we're on the same page, right? Like that's, that's good news. And, but we can keep on our task. Are you on board? It's, it's a question. It's asking for your consent on that. And like your response was like, okay, let's continue. And we check in and call back and we're like, yep, we're on route. Question, who, which team is Timothy with? Is Tim, is Timothy with? Dark that was my next question. That yeah. is such a great question. <laughs> Where is Timothy? Uh, who is the character? Oh, in so my I think and I know Timothy is very capable, but in my mind, Timothy is like the Kyle from She-Ra. He's kind of like the odd man out. He's kind right. of like an awkward duck. Right. Like, he wants to help and be good. And he's totally talented and skilled, but right. kind of like, it's always like, cool. Alpha team here. Omega team here. Timothy, uh, <laughs> do something. Do something. I think Dr. Long and Raven would have made a point not to take Timothy. Got it. Um, I think we have Timothy. Yeah. Yep. I didn't take it. Nice. Um, so I think Dartha, Atlas, and Timothy uh, are making their way. You know exactly where you got to go. You know where the lab is on the uh, on the science deck, uh, science deck alpha. Um, you're having that conversation with Raven, checking in, and you kind of step or bump into Timothy. Uh, he's standing there with his arms kind of outstretched and looking ahead. Um, in the next room, uh, which he's maybe 10, eight feet from the threshold, uh, there is a cyber cyborged up human, maybe six foot five. Uh, he's got like a shotgun like type weapon pointed in your direction. Uh, Timothy saw him first while you guys were having that conversation 
What do you want to do with that? Oh, I think there's something like, I, I don't say a word yet, but there's one thing we see Dartha do, which is kind of hilarious that we haven't seen before, mm -hmm. which is that the shotgun is pointed at her and we see her kind of like blobness, kind of like make a hole where the shotgun is pointed. <laughs> like, oh, if he shoots it and doesn't move the gun, it'll go through. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> nice. I feel like I go straight for like hands up, like, hey, okay, no need for all that. Maybe let's talk about why you're putting a gun at us. Can't believe Dartha can become a Dartha donut. Right, no doubt. Yeah. A Darth donut. Uh the dude says I need about fifteen minutes. And then we could be out of your hair. Nobody has to get hurt. Uh, and I think he quickly sizes up the three of you and decides he's taking aim at Timothy. Why, Timothy? He's a sweetie boy. <laughs> you can see movement behind him in that room. That's the room where you guys want to be at. That's the room where the nanite modules are. Shit. Um... I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to distract him with telepathy. Ooh, I'm going to tackle. <laughs> yes. Distract yourself. Do you say tackle? Yeah, I'm going to tackle. Nice. You're good at punching. Yeah, you've just got like, I don't know how weight works. A, a, a large amount of weight of AI coming at you. I'm going to say like X amount of pounds. But I don't know how bodies work. Nice. So, so basically, what... my action is just a help <laughs> action. Gotcha. Right. So here's how we're going. Here's how we'll do this. Because uh, depending on how this action goes, uh, I think we're going to roll right into our popcorn initiative, right? Uh oh. Uh, well, I, it's possible that you take him out, and we don't have to do that, right? Uh, it will be an opposed test. I think it is. Let me grab my skill list here. I'm pretty sure it's your. I think it's exert. Okay. I can do that. Should I dart the rolls yeah. first? Yeah, yeah it'll be I your exert. Should I do a help thing? Yeah, do the help first. Uh, I can't tell you what the help is because it's an opposed roll, and I don't know what his number is because I haven't rolled it yet. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So should I roll and then we'll figure out if it helped or not? <laughs> Uh, or I could roll first. Yeah, why don't you roll first, Jay, and that, that way they know what the target is. So it is your exert against his shoot, right? You want to tackle him before he, because he's already got his gun out. He's already got the his uh, mag shotgun out, right? Um, so let me roll that first. And there he is. Okay. So then it's... Mechanically, by the way, I, I think uh -huh. this is really interesting that like this opposed role is not two of the same thing, mm -hmm. right? He's trying to do a shoot, you're trying to do an exert, and it's like, right. that's neat. What? Did I do that wrong? I don't see a roll up. Me neither. I think it's because I forget to put the space between the roll 
and the actual no it doesn't like it, it doesn't like my command uh, slash flat roll. roll space yeah and then 2d6 plus oh that's because i'm in twitch <laughs> twitch is like what what i don't know that command there it is wow that's awful that's awful yeah that is that is awful well to roll. so yeah doctor your target is five love it that is um, awful sorry jay <laughs> am i rolling my am i rolling my psychic skill maybe yes so yeah. telepathy oh wait does it is it am i using a certain um stat you always use wisdom or constitution with uh, Got it. It's your choice when you're using okay. telepathy powers and then no modifier and i'll hit submit All right. so, nice yeah yeah how do you add the plus one without just clicking on the skill you know what i mean so if you go to your sheet there's an option to um prompt you mm -hmm. in the settings oh i have it prompt you i'll just turn it on for you so i'm turning on the query for modifiers so now when you try to click um exert it'll it'll ask you for a modifier okay Oh, nice. Oh, shit. Wow. I mean, we're another box cars. Jiminy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so don't feel bad about that five, Jay. <laughs> you weren't expected a 15. Yeah. No, I couldn't have done anything with a 15. I think no. at best, um, I yeah, my best would have been a 14. So. Yep. He got, like, really tackled. Yeah. Tell us about that. What does that look like? I mean, he's got he's got Timothy lined up in his sights. He's keeping his eye on both you and Dartha. What do you do to help Dartha? Um, I think I, I send a quick... It's almost like a stab of a message. Like I'm surprising him with the fact that I'm communicating right. in his brain, right? Like it's not so much that I'm trying to say a thing. It's kind of like you're just yelling out to distract the person. Hey. Right. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that I'm doing. Nice. And, and then I Atlas want to run at him, but like get low and grab him around his middle, so I'm up underneath the gun, right. so that fires it goes up, um, and misses Timothy. And I just want to like just land him down to the ground. <laughs> That's rough. I love the notion that while your body is totally human in shape you can probably move in ways that like humans can't like you can like crab run or something like you can like move in ways that are like very very painful for people but physiologically right. possible um yeah. yeah nice but also you're an ai and you know that people are people and you probably don't do it in front of them if you don't have to because they get weird because they're people because <laughs> they're people <laughs> Uh, let's figure out how much damage you do to this guy. Heck yeah. I how think, do I do that? I think it's max uh, based on our, our Madlands rules, right? That's right. Yes, that is right. So whatever your punch damage is. Right. That is my punch damage. It is... Where would I find that out? 
It's over on the left. I think it's 1d2 plus 1, but I feel like it should be higher than that. I think it just should be adding in your... No, I guess not. Oh, yeah, it's 1d2 plus 1. I feel huh. like there's something in there that should be... Oh, yeah, no, it adds in your stat. Yeah, so it'd be 3 damage. Okay. That's not a lot of damage, considering that I just, like, fully tackled. It's not. If you take the unarmed combatant... Yes. Special focus at next level, you'll like increase your damage substantially with, with unarmed attacks. What I don't know without checking the body type you selected is, is there something uh, we're missing with your body type? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. But that's enough here to. Did it do it? Do it? Do I get? Did I? Did I get? No, it didn't do it. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. I need to know how the other how how the other dudes in the science lab react. Uh. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, you slam this cyborg dude with his uh, shotgun. Uh, he's flat on his back. Um. You can be over top of them or you can be down on top of them. Um, you let me know. Uh, but you're close enough that you can see two other guys in the room. Um, they're in vac suits and uh, they've got uh, crates that they're filling with equipment from the room. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I feel like very quickly over comms, I'd be like, hey, Hope, get here now. Say again? Hey, Hope, get here now. All right. Um, so Hope can't go to where you are. Right. You can only go to a place that she's been or can see. But she can go to where you started and run and start hauling ass. She's like, okay, right there. And right. I think it's like she's gotten to like her ninth dead end anyway. She's like, well, it's about time. You might um, as well start teleporting at that point. Yeah. So yeah, um, I will, let's see, spend some more effort. Right. And yeah, so I won't be right, right there, but I don't think you've gone super, super far because we are No, they haven't, right. So I'll be there in a second. And then uh, I want to maneuver myself on top of the guy I've tackled so that I'm right. like my knees over his arms so that he like can't chew. Gotcha. Darth, what are you doing? Um, I think we see Dartha actually like not, it's almost like she's acting as an observer. <laughs> nice. So there's a certain amount of like indecision right. in what she's doing, like kind of watching to see what will happen next to decide what to do. Gotcha. Uh, I think Timothy, uh, now that he's in the clear, I think he pulls a sidearm out. Uh, but he's got this kind of thing going, right? No. Yeah, this is what he's doing. Oh, poor Timothy. Um, I think, Hope, when you arrive, you arrive kind of where everyone separated, right? And uh, so I think when you get back there, you see Raven and Dr. Long 
pushing a sled that's got a cryo tube on it, right? Um, did Dr. Long know about your teleportation ability? No, I don't think so. Okay, so maybe you get there before they do, right? And they yeah. kind of maybe come around the corner, they're coming down, right? Or you step out, right? So they don't actually see you just pop out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Um, I think I see them and like, I'm a little bit confused, alarmed, but I'm like, Raven, we need you. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's cool. I think she, uh, uh, unshoulders her weapon and Dr. Long continues to push the sled, uh, yeah. and he's headed back to the ship with it. Okay. I, I kind of glanced the shed at the sled. It looks like it's a cryo tube sled. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to inspect it, but yeah. Uh, it looks like a, a cargo sled, but it looks like a cryo tube that's on the sled. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how much effort I've expended. I think it's, I think I accidentally spent two last time because I think I was going to teleport there and teleport back. I spent right. one question, right. one teleport there and one teleport back. So I've spent three effort. Right. Okay. Cool. That's legit. All right. Um, <laughs> That's important. It's very important. I have, I, have, I, have, I have things in mind for my effort, and I want to make sure I do not. <laughs> That's why I was like being judicious about it. I was like, eh, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna. Um, uh, awesome. So yeah, I, I think hope. I think for the very first time. Uh, uh, Hope has a paragon on her side. She's always had it like back in the in the like in the in the safety locker on Squidly. Right. Like, never takes it out, but right. she knew that there were multiple factions here, and she knew there were dangers. So yeah, she's got her her laser pistol too, and she's gonna come run alongside Raven. They're ready to pew pew. pew. Nice. Uh, I think. Are we at initiative? Or yes. We... yes, 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 um, yes. That was threatened. I'll let you folks decide which of you go first. Oh, oh, then... we we basically won the initiative because we uh, because of, of of Atlas kind of pinning the gap. Nice, right? And then we'll just uh, we'll bounce around uh, popcorn initiative style. Yeah, so it's 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 cyborg dude plus two guys behind him. That's right. Our... Yeah, so a total of three. Yeah, there are two. Yeah, there are two other guys in uh, vac suits, and they were loading up two crates. Um, but the cyborg dude is down. Uh, Atlas hasn't pinned right now. Do the other guys have weapons drawn that we can tell? Uh, they don't yet. No. Yeah. They probably uh, have weapons, but they're not drawn. They were busy trying to pack these crates. I think of the people that are the most proximal to the action, like, I want to be pinning this guy so that my hands are free, but I think the other person who's the closest would be Darka. The thing would come down between us for who the source. Yeah. Tomes, you want to you wanna start off the round? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> I think we see the unexpected thing, which is that Dartha reaches back and pulls a pistol 
out of like whatever webbing is on the back of her body. Right. And she grabs it in her pseudopod and points it. Um, yeah, fuck it. And just shoots. Love that for Dartha. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've seen violence out of Dartha. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What's your target? There's absolutely no doubt in that movement. It's like straight, just like, yep, this is what's happening. Okay. All right. Uh, pick your target and make you roll. Now, here's the interesting thing. I don't know that Dartha has a target. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> she may just be shooting wild. Oh, Dartha. Um, but let's shoot as a target. Uh, so we have the cyborg, and then what's mm -hmm. the other? You have two other guys in vac suits. Uh, their helmets are open, but yeah. they were grabbing equipment and stuff, tech gear. If I look at the like the list of actors in this show, it's mm -hmm. guy number one. <laughs> Ex extra number one, yeah. Yes. Uh, and he's from the threshold of the door. It's probably Atlas and the cyborg guy, guy number one, and then guy number two is behind him. Right. Um, and they're... Like I said, they're moving back and forth across the room. Uh, yep. We're looting up crates. Uh, yeah. Guy number one, I shoot at him. All right. I may or may not be trying to hit him. We'll see. The <laughs> dice roll will tell us. It on purpose. Yes, it yeah. will. Uh, so a shoot roll? Yes. Uh, no, you don't actually make a shoot roll. No. You click on your laser pistol, and it will make a attack roll, which is different. Shoot roll... Skill rolls are 2d6 plus a skill. Attack rolls are 1d20 because we're playing an OSR game and we might forget that sometimes, but. Uh, I'm trying to click on it. Wait a minute. It should Oops. just be up in weapons, right to the left of your skills. You highlight it, like you mouse over it. Yes. I love this. And it'll do um, a attack roll and everything. Okay. Submit a uh, no modifier. Uh, it should be in there already. Yeah, uh, I guess it's just additional modifiers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so I'm gonna hit submit. Okay. That's a six. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So in the uh, Madlands rules that we're using, right? Yeah. Uh, normal hits, maximum damage. On misses of six or better, damage is rolled and applied. So nice. you just made the threshold. On one to five, there are misses with disadvantages. So you, so you yes. did six damage anyway. Yes. <laughs> Max damage. With that barely hit. Nice. I love right, it. it barely hit. Yes. Uh, Was she trying to hit the guy? I don't know. But she hit the guy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, and that's nice that it rolls his damage right there. Perfect. Yeah. Pretty slick. Uh, Tomes, you pick the next person to go. Yes. If you pick us, remember, like, yeah, we get the advantage of going first, but then they're all going to go. And then if they're the last person in the round, then they can pick themselves again. So it's kind of dangerous for us to be, like, super yeah. greedy about who goes when. Unless you know you can take them all out. Yeah, unless, yeah. yeah. I mean, there is Raven. 
Timothy. I would love to make this decision, but I'm going to pass it on to Atlas. And <laughs> okay. um, we'll have to figure out whatever's going on after that. Yeah. I kind of want to um, be a bit of a bastard, and the one that I'm kneeling on, I want to pull my laser pistol and just like shoot a point blank. Uh, I think you do it. I don't know that you got to roll for that. You're right on top of him, you got his arm pinned, right? I think you just do it, right? Oh, I feel terrible, but that was exhilarating. <laughs> All right. Well, if I we're making under standard attack rolls, and that'll do that'll do eight damage. That'll do eight. Yeah. Because that's. I think max. this. Or max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this dude is that cyborg is messed up, right? Right. Um, you've already slammed him, and you shot him point blank. He's in bad shape. I would like to stop pinning him now. It seems like it no longer matters. <laughs> I am free to do other things in the future. Um, and who do I want to go next? Ah, shit. Um, Hope? Yeah. OK. Uh, I think Hope runs around the corner with Raven, you know? Um, she's kind of flanking her and I mean, she hears laser fire and which, you know, shouldn't make any noise, but of course, because it's a show, it's, you know, there's, that's right. The, the laser doesn't make any noise, but the gun that fires, it does just so that people know that a gun is being fired. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think she runs in and is going to, you know, doesn't know what's going on with Atlas. Um, and so, uh, um, and so she's like, um, sorry, friend, I'm gonna need you to put that crate down. And I don't think you're gonna listen to, I don't think you're gonna listen to back nicely. And she takes a shot at, at guy number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Poor guy. Well, he's he's the guy up front. Yeah. So. What do you get for being in front? Being guy number one comes with a cost. You could have been. Yeah, it does come with a cost. It is true. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, guy number one has has been hit twice by the skin of his chitty chin chin. <laughs> guy number one is done. Right. He drops like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think his uh, his back suit is pierced. Uh, riddled uh i think he's uh he's just out of it right he's taken down he's taken out yeah um so there's basically the only thing that's really left is guy number two and uh and 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 the cyborg who's, who's messed up but not gone right uh, i kind of want to see how our borgie friend does if that's okay with you dominic i want to see if yeah. he's got any 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 anything left in him so i'm going to say uh let's see how let's see how our cyborg friend reacts. He's gonna go next. Gotcha. So I am. Whew, deferring decisions. That's smart. And uh, so he's. Uh, he says, uh, "Hey, look, there's plenty, right? There's enough for everybody." You can't possibly fill a whole ship. 
No one's got to die over this. That's what that sign where it says. Yeah. I feel like for comedic timing, I would just shoot them again. It's <laughs> <sighs> not well, my. Are so. we the baddies? Are um, we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would say something witty, like we're not here to share. I think when Hope hears him say that, does he say it loud enough that we can all hear it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he does say it loud enough. I think Hope is like, wait, wait, hold on. I thought urgent. You said get here. I thought we were. She, what? <laughs> he was pointing a really big gun at us. It was kind of important. He was, and I think you can see his shotgun kind of maybe five, six feet from him after he got okay. tackled, right? Hopefully, um, like really big gun at us. <laughs> yeah. And I think as he's talking, right, he's eyeing it, right? And you can see it on his face, right? He's trying to figure out, right, uh, does he have room to make a grab for it, right? Yeah. Is there is there play there or not while he's talking? If he wants to get shot again, he can try it. And you said you don't have him pinned anymore, right? Yep, I got up. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think uh, he's talking, he's looking, uh, he stands up, right? Uh, but he's trying to figure out, right, what's the play here? Yeah. Um, and then I think uh, he gives it to guy number two. Uh, getting up is his action, right? Okay. Um, and guy number two... Uh, that makes no sense. So guy number two, I think, uh, I think he stay, he stands his guard, right? I think, uh, he stands up, he stops back in the crate, right? He reaches and unholsters his weapon, which is a pistol, right? Uh, but he's not pointing at anybody. He's just trying to figure out, uh, what's the, and maybe there's no way of out of the room, right? They have to go out the way you guys are coming in. Yeah, right. Right. So maybe that's what's happening here is that they don't really have another way out. Right. And so, uh, guy number two is kind of, okay, I guess this might be the last stand. Uh, and so he pulls his weapon out. So now it's ready. Uh, and he kind of takes a defensive stance, right? To, Cause he doesn't know what's next. Yeah. Um, Raven and Timothy are uh, mechanically uh, their their help dice for you. Uh, I'm not a big NPC versus NPC. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that means it's back to you folks. Okay. Um, are you guys cool with me starting? Yeah. yeah go ahead. I think I just stand up and i I look at I look at guy number two, who's not shooting at us, right? right? Um, and I say, it looks like we're at an impasse, but perhaps we can negotiate. Uh, the cyborg says, look, we got two boxes kind of half packed. Let me just grab one and we'll get out of here. Now, from our knowledge, what they're probably taking are the nanites, not the control panels, right? Like they, they these may or may not be inert once we get control. Is that, is that 
our estimation of what's going on here, what they're grabbing, or do we have no way of knowing what's it got in those boxes? Yeah, you got to take a look in the boxes. Because uh, we don't, uh, we know where the modules are. Maybe Atlas knows what they look like. Uh, they could probably fit in those boxes. Okay. And these guys may have no idea, they're just grabbing, right? They may right, have right, no right. idea, right? They may, they may be grabbing stuff that we don't even care about, or they may be grabbing like the keys to the next nuke. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you would have to take a look in the box. Yeah. But we could identify what's in the box. Right. Yeah. As well. I'll just point out that since we're kind of at a, a bit of a stamp, like cessation, um, uh, uh, both, both of you have the diplomat skill and Atlas has the, or the diplomat ability and Atlas has the authority yeah. focus, which allows you to once per day, you can make a request for an NPC who's not openly hostile to you. I think they were, but I think for a moment they're not. And you can roll lead the difficulties that are in their morale score. And if they succeed, they'll comply with the request, provided it's not harmful or extreme land characteristic. And I want to roll lead to see, and I have to roll lead with charisma, right? Um, so that's going to kind of suck, but we'll see what happens. I want to roll lead to see um, if they just, if we like, as a conditional letting them pass, because we're, we're closer to the exit than we, um, look through what they have. No, that okay. works. I think that's fair. I think, I yeah, think that's you can take some stuff, but we have dibs on certain things. Like, right, right. Like, yeah, that's the condition. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, the cyborg who appears to be the leader, his morale is nine. Okay. Um, hot take. Can I swing this as rolling with intelligence? Uh... <laughs> I mean, if you're making a, a logical yeah, argument, yeah, which is yeah, like, yeah. hey, look, we're not going to have to go to beef yeah, if we just yeah. look at the box and you guys get free shit. Yeah, no, right. I'm good with that. I'm good with right. that. I will buy that. Let's roll. Yeah. 12. <laughs> I'm rolling so well tonight. Like, I know it. You Yes, that is awesome. Fire. We've been, we've been the, uh, yeah. The way I'm rolling tonight is actually bad shit. Uh, so I think uh, the cyborg guy's like, <sighs> all right, all right, all right, yeah. Because uh, he's, I mean, he's wounded. Um, some of his parts might be leaking, right, or badly damaged. Yeah. He knows uh, guy number two can't really fight. That's not what he's here for, right? Yeah, so how's guy like, number one? Uh, I think guy number one is out. You guys tell me, right, uh, if he's... I, I Dead or just taken out? I'd like to say that with Timothy's help, we could re we could get them. We could we could resuscitate guy number one, and uh -huh. I think hope would be hope is hope felt like the shit went like oh no they were under fire we had to run and that's why she got raven. right right she looks at Raven like and she just like shakes her head like sorry like this not like I didn't I thought things were more dangerous and they were because the guy had the shotgun but like by the time yeah. she got there you already pinned him and like right. It was just, they were too late, right? Like we were just too late. So she's just like, I guess this, I guess Atlas had it covered. Uh, uh, and I think Raven's like, no, this is good to see. Because yeah. we we haven't really seen Atlas throw down, throw down, right? And yeah. so I think Raven doesn't really know what Atlas can do yet. Yeah, um, I'm like, yeah, and hopes like Timothy can can you make sure he doesn't leak out all the way? Can you. 
and I think he does, but he's he still has his his pistol off, right? And uh, he's just pointing it everywhere. As One hand in bed work. Yeah. yeah. I'll patch him up. <laughs> I'll patch him up. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I think they, they're cool with uh, you going through the boxes. Uh, and like I said, it's a, it's a grab fest. They're just anything that looks uh, high tech and uh, valuable, they yeah. put in the two crates. And in uh, one of the crates are two of the nanite modules. Oh, we take those. <laughs> we take those. <laughs> those are ours. Thank you. You can have the rest. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, he grunts. He's reluctant. He doesn't like it, but uh, he's not in a position to put up a fight. Uh, but he makes a. Like, test me. Um... Yeah, no, he's, yeah. Um, I think, I think he says, well, can we, can we at least consolidate the, the two boxes into one box? Sure. Yeah. That's your call. Um, and so I think he, uh, actually he doesn't, but guy number two does. And, uh, he, uh, helps guy number two kind of walk that crate out of the lab. Uh, I just feel like this is like like raiding some IT store and someone's like, yeah, grab all the dims because they're like they're like worth a lot. Grab all the CPUs and the memory because they're like small and worth a lot. <laughs> you know, those hard drives or or whatever, you know. But get uh, those two. Get the get the get that get that get that NAS. Get the yeah. That NV RAM, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you're and, saying these two guys work at some like IT shop on station, and they're just here covering. Got it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, pre-tech, pre-tech equipment. Who even knows what it does, right? Right. It's, it's valuable to some people. Yeah. Right. It's dangerous if you know what it does. Um. Yeah. So they they uh, they make off with uh, they want to create a loot. Um. You have two of the nanite control modules. It doesn't take you long to find the other two, so you have all four. Um, and um, meet Dr. Long back at the ship. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like I would be reluctant to like just give them to him, but mm -hmm. like until we get back to the station it doesn't really matter who's in possession of <coughs> right right um, jay just just to be mm -hmm. a, a, a a tiny bit mercenary here mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. is there other just like random shit in in this vault? oh absolutely you wanna <clears throat> i just want some cool pretech stuff i don't know i think I, I understand you have a big bounty on your head that makes i have sense. a big bounty on my head no I, that's absolutely i'm not yeah absolutely I, I think if they uh, look like one box behind, Hope might just be like, "Cool." <laughs> if they look a box behind, I'll just throw some stuff in it. Uh, make a notice. We're gonna use notice, kind of like a uh, appraisal. Yeah, that sounds good. Right. So maybe you grab what you think is uh, worth something. 
All right. Uh, notice plus wisdom plus intelligence. Uh, I'll take either one because um, you're you're uh, you're trying to assess what I'm going to grab some stuff. I'm going to sell it off. What is and this is an open thing, so I don't have a target number. This is going to let me know uh, how valuable a thing is that you grab. Right? Yeah. Let's see. Oof. Not much. That's five. All right. Uh, so uh, you grab a couple of things, right? Yeah. A couple of tech-looking things, along with the nanite modules. Um, cool. I think there's definitely a moment where there's like, like a cool like robot arm or something, and I'm like trying to like get it free, and I can't, and so I just like go ah fuck it, you know, and I just grab some other shit. I'm mm -hmm. just like, damn it, that arm looks sick. I don't know what I do with it. Maybe right. make a display on right, that, right? You know. Because uh, I'll tell you what, in this game, like our characters are very interested in money. But if you have a lot of money, there's all kinds of cool shit. There's ships, there's cyberware, there's all sorts of rat stuff. <laughs> and I, you know, have enough debt that, yeah. So. Got to pay it off just in case. All right, cool. You got a cursed sword. That's right. That talks. Uh. What's the plan? Uh, Dr. Long is securing the sled with the cryo chamber on it um, for transport. Yeah. Um, Raven and Timothy are kind of um, preparing to take off. I don't know if that's the plan. I say uh, we head back and figure it out from there. I, I think we should like huddle for a second, you know, before we get on the ship and, and, and hopes like, so Prometheus is here. Um, she's killed two members of the order of the mantis since we left. She's looking for you Atlas or us. I don't know. Unclear. She might have a grudge. More people are just going to keep pillaging this place if we leave it be. What do you suggest we do to it? How many people are in cryo? Oh man, hundreds. How many did we wake, though? We imitated the sequence. Uh, I think Draco's team would have been 12 to 20 people. Okay. Yeah. In Hope's mind, what she's thinking is we should blow this station up. But that's not a, that is not a, uh, that is not an option she's willing to entertain. So that's what goes on in her head. She's just like, if we don't want people to get this, we just need to blow the station up. But she's not going to suggest blowing up hundreds of people in cryogenic sleep that can't do anything about it. Like if people were awake and we could send an evacuation order, like everybody get off the station. Oh, right. but there's no ship for them to get on. Never mind. Could <laughs> we wake them, evacuate them ourselves, and then blow it up? Because how many of them could fit on Squidly? Um, I want to say if we treated them like cargo, yes, but if we wanted them in passenger area, no. I mean, if it's just a matter of being somewhere safe, we can treat them like cargo, rather than them dying. Yeah, well, or leave them in cryo tubes and put them in cargo, and then they really are like cargo. Right, yeah. Are you guys having this conversation? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, like, Hope kind of goes, 
Hope's like Hope just says we can't just leave the station. More people are gonna pillage it. Like we got what we wanted, but load up with cryo tubes. So I'm listening to you guys got like go back and forth about this. Yeah. And it, I'm not really saying anything at first, but then I'm like looking over at Dr. Long and Raven and I'm like, well, we could do that, but we would have to eliminate or at least disable one or two levels of command. So I'm basically like saying like, yeah, are we going to take out those two over there so we can do this? Like, are we really proposing to do this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't proposing to do this in, in opposition to, like, I think that this fulfills Dr. Long's agenda as well, getting rid of the station. Hmm. I don't think it's, but what it might not be is, I, I think, yeah. So this is just, I guess, the three of us then. I, I, I that's, that's cool. This is just, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think, I think the only reason why Dr. Long would object is the risk factor of spending more time here and potentially getting entangled with other threats. I don't think he'd have any objection to us getting rid of this vault. I mean, so I'm holding on to my pistol that we just saw I used, yeah. not effectively, but I used well, it. You totally did. You shot guy number one. Oh, yeah, but, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm holding it behind my back with and we can see that i'm looking at dr long and raven and i'm holding that pistol i'm like so do you want to try to ask him first like you just proposed that maybe they'll listen to reason and they will also be on board with your plan of taking all the cryo people out and then blowing up the station yeah. so i'm like i'm willing to ask them that is that what you'd like to try with first yeah that's what i'd like to try first and but sort of, this yeah. entire scene, I am not letting go of my pistol. Yeah, I kind of look to Dallas as well. Like, you want to? Are you? Are you? You know, like. Do you, I mean, do you understand that if I go and I ask and they say no, that it could get ugly. Yeah. So I, I would. Yeah, which is uh, an issue, huh? I guess what I would want to know is if we ask and they say no, are we still able to do it? Uh, I'll just just sort of jump out of character for a moment to to cut because because like on screen we wouldn't have this like, but what about this and what about that? I, I think if they say no and we agree with them, like Doctor Long is in charge of this mission, and I'm the pilot, he can't leave without me. Right. But I, we would be breaking our promise to him if we were like, no, 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 deals off. This is like, we asked him to trust us and we want to trust him. And if we suddenly change the situation and don't give them a say and hold them hostage here, I think we would erode any trust that we've built up. So while he technically can't fly the ship without me, I think we would be breaching our, we'd be we would be insub acting insubordinately if we didn't like i think we can ask but if he says no i don't think we can just be like well screw you we're gonna go do it anyway you have to wait for us without totally destroying all credibility that we've built up versus if we just don't ask and are like this is what we're doing now then 
I think that accomplishes the same thing. I think if we just do it, we also look like the unreliable, untrustworthy people. If we're yeah. just like, cool, that was, we all agreed to the plan and we're changing it last minute without telling you why. <laughs> Let's ask. Which to be clear is okay with me. <laughs> but it is a decision yeah. we, we should make. Hope cares about her credibility with Dr. Law and, yeah. and with Raven, honestly. And so she does not want to just throw all that away because we're too afraid to ask. So yeah. she wants to ask, but she's not, yeah. So she kind of looks to like both of you, like, is that, is that cool? Like, sure. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, she, so she's like, she stick, she like gave up on the robot arm and just put some other random doodads in the box and then like walks up with like a box of doodads and the, the you know, maybe not the modules, maybe Atlas is holding modules, but you know, she's got like a box of stuff and, and uh, they've maybe just loaded the cryo tube up and Hope says like, and Hope says to, to Raven and Dr. Law, I'm like, it, hey, if we leave now, we came, we got what we came for, but we're leaving behind so much more. I think we should evacuate this this vault. We should get everybody off of it. I don't think we should go home with one cryotube. I think we should go home with all of them, and and then get rid of it. I'm all for getting rid of the vault. Um, are you talking about waking up everyone that's asleep? No, I think they're going to be easier to transport in their tubes. Um. I think that's doable. Um, we'll have to figure out where we're going to store those cryo tubes. The problem is, I don't want to wake those folks up till we know more about them. We know. I think this I just guy. hype up, uh -huh. and I'm like, the alternative is murder. Well, so what we don't know is why would you store a known psychopath? And he points to the guy in the cryo tube along with those folks. Are those folks good people? Are they bad people? We don't know about those those folks. I'm not opposed to taking the cryo tubes. We just, we can't do it now. I don't want to stick around any longer. Uh, I'm okay with coming back and doing that. Um, we have to figure out where we're going to place all those tubes and can we keep them indefinitely someplace? I don't want to wake up all those people. We don't know anything about those people. But we do need to destroy the, the vault, and I'm all for that. And if that means moving these cryo tubes someplace else, I'm fine with that. I think Squidly could be retrofitted to hold these tubes in cargo. I agree. I don't think we could probably just shove them in here safely. But I bet we could do some modifications on Tarakon Station so that we could hold we could hold the tubes in in there. And I'm envisioning it's kind of like a big engineering project, honestly. Like it's not like a quick thing, but it is a montagey sort of thing where you know, right, right. It's station and have a bunch of people doing it. It's not what Hope was hoping to hear, right? Uh -huh. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but it is. It does make more sense. Um, shortest we could do is be back here in a week, and that's assuming that the retrofitting is done in no time at all. In that time, more people are going to come and try and raid this place. That's true. Atlas, do you think you could make the station 
not let people in? I mean, there's always going to be a way to force yourself in. Like, we forced our way in. But... How, easy, how easy was it to turn the power on? Oh, it was not easy at all. It was maybe only we... because Atlas knew the wiring schematics that I was able to do it. Maybe we turn it back off. Ugh. I, I didn't realize how late it was. I think we should cut there and just, if it's cool it. with you, we'll assume. I have two, I have two effort left. I was saving them for something else, but <laughs> if, it's cool with you, if we can elide over it, I'll teleport over there, fucking pull the power, pull the switch and, and come back. Nice. And then we just manually close the iris behind us when we leave. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Sorry. Perfect. Yeah. I want to say I planned it that way, but uh, that was organic. That is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, should we call that? Is that session? Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do XPs. So we we kind of didn't know what our group goal was at the beginning of the mission at the beginning right. of the session because we didn't know what um what dr long was going to tell us right but i do think the goal became clear by the by the break right it was get horatio and get the nanite controllers right i agree yeah and i, I agree. agree so I, I feel like we're all at like 2xp base Right. right, I agree with that. Um, uh, do, do folks have personal goals, uh, either that they have written down or that they have thought of recently? <laughs> I had rolled over from last week, last yeah. two weeks ago, which were to learn more about how Darth perceives social relationships. I feel like I'm finally cracking that goal um, by like having these conversations with Dartha. Um, right. And then the other one was to um, talk to Horatio Long, which I did not do. Um, and I didn't have a third one. I feel like I hit one of them just by interacting with Dartha. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you certainly, yeah, you, 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 get, you get the extra, you get the XP for doing one. And I mean, I also feel like if this is Burning Wheel, I'd give you fate because- Right, like, you, were you tried, fate. yeah. And unfortunately I forget, because sometimes, I, because I know those are the goals, so there's some obstacles there, right? They can't be easy things. Right. And I need to hear you say the words, I'm going with you to see Horatio, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, you got that. That's, you know, you, if nothing else, right? You, you get the credit for that. Because uh, yep. that's the burning wheel in my head, right? Because yeah. um, that's the thing you want. Exactly. Well, it's, it's we're, we're bringing it back. It's still on the table. Um, I think, and he's you know he's frozen right now, so I'm sure you know. He'll, he'll be eventually, but I've made significant steps towards talking to him. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I agree. All right, Dar uh, Tomes, you have Darthas. Yeah, um, I think knowing that uh, you know, like the leveling up had to do with telepathy, that probably would have been a goal that had something to do with that, like 
you know, um, communicate kind of like in a closer way with uh, someone you have a significant bond with or something like that, whether it was yeah. one of you guys or uh, in this case, it was probably more Dr. Long, although I yeah, think we argued that like, you know, there was like little bits of stuff going on Absolutely. separately from them. Yeah. Um, uh, and I probably would have put in one goal that had to do with clack that we wouldn't have gotten to. <laughs> Had a scene with Clack. We just didn't get back there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope Clack's okay. I hope Sinclair yeah. did. We'll find out. <laughs> I, I honestly, I never know with with Jay running the table here. Yeah. Who knows what I'm going to come back to? All right, you're at uh, you're at uh, 15 XP then, and uh, for Hope, uh, my goal was to figure out the truth from Doctor Long. Right, uh, and uh, I felt like. Uh, I think I did that. I feel no, bad. I agree. He put that all on the table. Oh, good about that. The other one that I had was to find out who RK and B are hunting. Um, I, I, I didn't realize that someone was just going to tell me, but I think it's me. Um, <laughs> because Dr. Long sort of told me that. He's like, you got a bounty on your head. And I was sort of hoping they were hunting Harker instead. Right, right. <laughs> I was be like, yeah, they're after you. <laughs> I think it's I think it's moi, so um, I don't get XP for that, but I think I, I, I figured it out. So right, I think I figured it out for free. For free, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think someone just just told me news I didn't want to hear. Uh, cool, excellent. Well, there it is. Um, next next game will be if we continue on this, we'll hit fifth level at the end of next game, which means focus and cool stuff so awesome um rad well thank you thank you guys i like that this game was very much like first session we're gonna get the first half was like we're gonna get the truth out of you dr long we're gonna figure out what we can do and second half was like space station and 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 some personal reveals and mission i don't know good 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 pace for me I dug it um, I am Sean Nittner. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Sean Nittner. Uh, I am, I have for the first time, um, my thing that I made. <laughs> this thing, it's been forever on, uh, is, is real and done and on my shelf. And I'm very excited about it. You know what I'm really excited about is, um, that the pages with text on them are smooth and the pages with drawings on them have a bit of a texture. And what that causes is that the, when you naturally open up the book, it tends to open up to a spread of art. Uh, and if you kind of flip through it, it generally kind of flips between like art spreads, which is very beautiful. I think that's just a, uh, a, a publishing eccentricity. I, I don't think it's an intended design, but it's still freaking cool. So. Uh, also, very importantly, you did not mention that this book you are showing visually yes. is Aegon. Yes, that is Aegon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. Here's Let me do that again. That I co-authored with John Harper. Um, I, I love it very much. It's uh, just this beautiful thing. And uh, yes, thank you very much, John Harper, for calling out. Uh, that that it's a game, uh, and and folks can find it too. You can find it on the burning on the evil hot site, and uh, and and uh, you can.
can still pre-orders open and it'll be available in stores in October if stores are still a thing that exists. Uh, anywho, that's <laughs> something I'm super excited about. Uh, how about you, Dominique? What's going on with you? Um, Dominique, you can find me on Twitter at DomSDickey or at DominiqueDickey.com. Uh, what else? I'm. It's late for me. I can't self-promote this late. Um, all my stuff will be in chat. I don't know. I had an adventure out with Monty Cook Games like kind of recently. I have a game called Trial coming out like soon. I said it would be out in August. That was a lie. Um, it'll be out like this month. I can confidently say it'll be out this month. It's a, a narrative courtroom drama about a murder trial. So keep your eyes filled for that. And um, yeah, I don't know what words are anymore. I'm tired. How about you, Tomes? <laughs> That's a great way to end the evening. I love it. Uh, Tomes, he, him. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at T Grants. Uh, I do some, I don't know, RPGs and community stuff. Uh, speaking of which, this coming weekend, Labor Day weekend, is Strategicon. Strategicon is LA's kind of game convention. And this one is called Gateway because we have three a year with different names that you will never remember but I remember it's called Gateway and uh, we will be running a virtual game convention there. If you go onto the website, it is a $5 instead of free $5 this time registration for the whole weekend. And there's board games and party games. If you like playing werewolf and all that stuff, but I personally run games on demand there. Um, and so if you're into games like this, that is what we play and run there. Um, we do it a little bit ad hoc, so just show up at specific times, which I have put on our Strategicon schedule that you can see on the website. And uh, we pitch games and get into games and play this same kind of stuff. So uh, that's what I'll be doing and helping facilitate this weekend. Um, but yeah, let me pass it on to Jay, Matt Jay. I'm Matt Jay. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jay Zero. Uh, I'm also the host of the Diceology podcast. Um, you catch me at Diceology.com. Uh, this is my most awesome game of the last month and a half. Uh, this is this has been good stuff. I've been enjoying Stars Without Number and playing with these guys. So I have no idea where we're going. I love it. So it is it is very good stuff man I, I love i love the 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 space dramas and big fields and also the like massive political upheaval and tensions on all of us it's all very good all right friends well we will see you uh in two weeks and if you want to stay on the channel tomorrow judd and i will be playing burning wheels so swing by for some uh, dragon sworn dwarf delving. That is so cool. That game is awesome. I love it. Take care, all. Harker. He's like my con. That guy always just in the middle of everything, messing with stuff. Uh, this was a really fun episode. Having the characters split up, having them divided, um, and, and at facing different challenges, uh, running through the vault in the dark. Uh, facing the other crews that were also trying to get the nanite tech. Uh, you know, uh, Raven and Dr. Long were covering Horatio Long uh, off in the distance and us not really knowing what all they were up to. Uh, it was, it was, it was good times. Um, and also really, it also really asked a question, which I don't think we have before about what we're willing to do, what, 
where violence makes something right. Um, we pretty much haven't used lethal force on people uh, except for in sort of self-defense or when we were forced to. And even then, I don't think we were ever, you know, shooting to kill. But uh, this was the situation where some people had something we wanted and we, we started shooting. And uh, Hope has very mixed feelings about that. So I'm excited to talk about those next time on Stars Without Ember.